1: Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmor, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. Welcome to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Yes, welcome. Stop the presses, save the front page. I've just seen some sunshine at Wollongong Golf Club. We haven't seen much of that this week. What a horrible wet week it's been in the Illawarra. I hope you're all right, everybody. I hope your property and your business is good because, boy, we have seen some rain. And it's been raining again this morning, but the sun is trying to win the battle. I don't think it'll succeed, though. Wet, wet, wet at the Wollongong Golf Club. Good morning, everyone. I'm Matt Russell flying solo this morning on Saturdays in the gong because my... Uh, co-hosts have pressing engagements today, but we will check in with Tim Barrow and Matt Campbell very, very shortly. We are here thanks to Wollongong Golf Club, Impact Garage Doors, One Agency, Zeidler Waller, and of course, Charlie's Liquor Barn. And we have a big couple of hours lined up for you. Tim Barrow, and Matty Campbell, as I mentioned, Christian Zeidler will join us to talk real estate, Lockie Stevens and Toby Dawson, a couple of Illawarra gentlemen who are going to talk about the Meetship Miles Brunch, which I'm looking forward to coming up very shortly. Oscar Foreman, the former Hawken, now boss of the Illawarra Basketball Association, will drop by. As will Brian Vanderwacker, live and exclusive from Melbourne. The Formula One is on down there. The V8s are humming as well. Brian will talk to us about motorsport. Paddy Coglin will talk pubs because the Five Islands Hotel is a great addition or a changed addition shall I say, to the pubs and clubs scene in the Illawarra. I'm looking forward to talking about Paddy, who has some great pub stories. And, of course, Nico Pajarillo from Fox Sports is going to join us as we preview Alex Volkanovsky. Alex the Great putting his featherweight championship on the line in UFC Uh, 238 or so tomorrow. I'll get the exact number from Nico later on against the Korean Zombie. What a name that is. The Korean Zombie. How would you like to fight a Korean Zombie? All that ahead and we might even be joined by a radio icon. Anyone who's listened to sports radio over the years will know Pete the Perfect Panel Puncher from Putney. He might drop by and just tell us how he got that name and uh, detail some of his best stories in sports radio. So great to have you along this Saturday morning. We are going to have Matt much fun whether you're listening on 1575 or the SEN app it is great to have you with us and I want to bring in our first guest to well he'd be sitting beside me today the Illawarra Mercury sports editor if he hadn't been called a voice from above was calling him to the championships at Royal Randwick day two what a day it is we were wondering whether it would be on but it is a heavy 10 there at Randwick Tim Barrow I hope you've got your finer shoes on and not your Wellington gumboots on
0: good morning Maddie Campbell yeah I wasn't quite sure which uh, which footwear to go with this morning after the week we've had I I think I must have uh, cursed the Wollongong gold Club there because every week that I uh, I've been hosting it's been absolutely pouring down and you've you've finally got a bit of sun up there
1: well I had sun for about 10 seconds it's now disappeared there's a big black cloud rolling in I hope it's relatively fine at Randwick today because I saw a track report yesterday a heavy 10 we were always going to get that but what a day it is four group ones up there the Australian Oaks Sydney Cup Queen Elizabeth Queen of the Turf I might get Baz's best in a moment but I know there are local connections of a runner in the first Russian Rony so if you're having Something each way, and you're looking to start with a, a bang. Maybe Russian Rony is the run. Are you aware of Russian Rony, Tim? Or does that lob on your radar for the first time?
0: Yeah, no, I was actually talking uh, about the, this morning. I know that uh, Vicky Teagues is among the ownership there uh, in, <laughs> in in the Yatala, and um, they're a, a nice two-year-old prospect with the Waterhouse Camp, and. Uh, Hopefully they can handle the wet because they're certainly going to need it on that, that heavy track. But it's going to be a, an absolutely sensational day of racing. I think the Queen Elizabeth is potentially the race of the year today and it is just a pity that it will be, will be so heavy.
1: Very elegant. The favourite for the Queen Elizabeth. Uh, give us your predictions. Tim, what can you see happening in, in the feature today?
0: It's just such an amazing race. I mean, you've got Dewis, you've got the Australian Cup and Tancred winner, Animo comes out of the, the Rose Hill Guineas, likes the wets, the Cox Plate runner-up, obviously very elegant. She speaks for herself. Uh, Zaki, the McKinnon winner, winner from the spring, uh, the All-Star Mile winner. And then you go to I'm Thunderstruck, who won the, uh, the Golden Eagle. And Montefilia, who beat very elegant in the ran bit. And that's without even talking about Kerry Parker's hope. Think it over, who's the, the Group 2 Apollo winner. Went down to Melbourne and uh, ran second in the Australia Cup there. But just to have, had the whole preparation really just been cruel by the weather. Uh, he loves it dry. Um, I think it's a, a an absolutely sensational race. I'm I'm leaning with Montefilia. I actually spoke to one of the owners. Uh, he's a Wununa man. He's in the ownership. They have a, a breeding and owning operation, and they really think Montefilia is a superstar. Uh, it beat very elegant in uh, the Ranvit on its own merits, and uh, it's going to be an, a really hot race. But I, I I'm siding with Montefilia.
1: Okay, Montefiore for Tim in the Queen Elizabeth. What about in the Oaks and the Sydney Cup and the, and the Queen of the Turf? We're talking about prominent runners like Hinged and Stockman and Colette. Where else are you looking today, apart from the
0: Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, I do. I do like Hinged in the Oaks. Uh, will certainly handle the wet. Uh, Honey Creeper for James Cummings is the the slight favourite at the moment, just ahead of Hinged there. But I think the Waller horse um, Honey Creeper sort of jumped out of the ground there in the last run, but. I'll, I'll be uh, leaning towards hinged handling it in the wet uh, there in the oaks, mate. And I, I also like Colette. I um, have been a long time backer of Colette, and she absolutely laps it up in the Queen in of the Turf. She'll lap the, uh, the wet weather up, and by that stage, well, they, they could be coming wide down the straight, just given the way that the, um, the track might be chopped up. So I think Colette can make some ground laid on.
1: So if you back a few winners today, Tim, you'll be straight to Key Restaurant there, overlooking the Opera House on the harbour. If you don't, fish and chips on the way home. Is that the way it works? It certainly will be. My, <laughs> uh, my
0: lovely wife will be banking on finding a couple of winners. But, uh, yeah, we're a bit spoiled up there today. A, a battler from Shell Harbour up in the, uh, up in the Grand Ballroom there at, at Ranwick, And uh, it's just fantastic to be part of um, Provincial Championships Day. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have uh, a runner in the... Um, in the field only because uh the the local uh, horses of um were the emergencies so i'm just checking to see whether they've come in late uh so noble soldier the uh luke uh and robert price horses come out won't be in the field so the provincial championships final uh chris lee's never talk is the three dollar ninety favorite that's at 12.50 this afternoon and the Queen Elizabeth at 3.55, that's the one that everyone should be glued into.
1: Well, Timmy Barrow, the Illawarra Mercury Sports Editor, a part of Illawarra's elite, you wouldn't be mixing it with the, uh, with the masses up there in the general enclosure. Of course you're being looked after. So just tell us where you will be watching the races today. You touched on it a little just then, but come on, you're you luxurying it up this afternoon, aren't you?
0: Uh, yes, it's a very, very unusual uh, thing <laughs> for the, the Barrow household to... Uh, Break free of the kids for an afternoon, but yeah, we're lucky enough to be up there in the ballroom at Ranwick. The facilities are just second to none, and uh, it's going to be a, a fantastic afternoon. I'm, I'm looking forward to tucking into a nice bit of uh, nice bit of salmon, maybe, maybe oh. a, a glass of Chardonnay through the afternoon, mate, and uh, hopefully, can walk away with my pockets a little bit heavier while I'm at it.
1: You're making me hungry and thirsty at 9-11, but there are some punters here at the fantastic Wollongong Golf Club already warming up, shall we say, for the Championships Day 2. I drove past Randwick yesterday, actually, Tim. It looked fantastic, even under those grey skies. I've got it tickety-boo for today's big meeting. Now, in your role as Illawarra Mercury Sports, editor, what stories have crossed your desk this week of interest and appeal, be it racing or any other sport for that matter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's been a lot of focus on the NRLW grand final. Uh, Kasey Apps having a second shot at a, a title there up at Redcliffe in the grand final against the Roosters. Uh, Jamie Soward's done a fantastic job as coach. Uh, I actually wrote my column today about the late great Graham Murray. Uh, he would have absolutely loved to talk about the Dragons and being in the NRLW final and and the the standard, the professionalism, and the the dedication that the the, the women's game is at now because uh, Muzz was a, a coach of the Gillaroos around 2010 when the, um, when the Dragons won the men's premiership and uh, unfortunately fell ill uh, around the time that they won the, uh, the Women's World Cup in 2013 and I'm sure he'd be looking down today and just thinking, wow, what a product the, uh, the women's game is now and he was a, a huge supporter long before I think you know a lot of people had the vision that this was even possible. Absolutely, Tim. And later on, we'll preview the
1: NRLW Grand Final. But just to uh, elaborate a little bit more now, I can tell you that the television ratings on the Nine Network and my employer, Fox Sports or Fox League, uh, together combined, the games have averaged more than 200,000 viewers, which is absolutely staggering. Um, in comparison with some other sports which would be considered mainstream. To get those numbers just shows how genuinely appealing NRLW has become. That's why they've gone to six teams. Next year it'll be eight, then ten. Careful managed growth, but it is certainly ticking some boxes. And I think everyone down here is hoping Sowie, Jamie Soward, and the uh, Dragons can win the grand final at Redcliffe tomorrow. Or Sunday. Yeah, Tomorrow
0: yeah absolutely and i I think that the shock in it all was that the broncos didn't uh make the grand final we we saw the dragons win and we were sort of waiting for the the big big rematch between the uh, the dragons and the broncos but then the the roosters came from 16 points down to to win the game and make it through to the grand final but i think the roosters have have certainly earned their spot as a result um the dragons are going in, in slight favorites i mean emma Tonegado uh, was the joint winner there of the, the women's Sally M with Millie Boyle, and she's just just a game breaker, isn't she? I mean, she just looms up in the right spots. Her rugby sevens experience is just fantastic as an attacking threat. Back in the in the thirteen person game, and um, she uh, she could just be the match winner tomorrow. Well, Timmy Barrow,
1: enjoy your afternoon at the races. You've deserved and earned a day off, so make sure you have some fun. Study the form guide well. I hope you're eating a seafood platter after the races tonight, not a kebab on the way home. Great to talk to you, mate. Enjoy your afternoon.
0: Matty, it's been a a pleasure to hold the fort for the last few weeks, and I I look forward to uh, listening to you on on the way up to the track today.
1: Okay, mate, and we'll see you back here in no time at all. Tim Barrow, Illawarra Mercury sports editor, joining us on Saturdays in the Gong. Part of the team here that has so much fun every Saturday morning. Spread the word. Listen in through fifteen seventy five in the Illawarra, or download the SEN app, and you can catch us crystal clear wherever you are every Saturday morning nine through eleven. So very shortly, Maddie Campbell will dial in. He's been away with his uh, daughter's basketball commitments this weekend, but Maddie will cast an eye over the. Hawks and all things sport in the Illawarra. We're here thanks to Wollongong Golf Club, Impact Garage Doors, impacting homes for 20 years. One agency, Zeidler Waller, your first and only stop when it comes to real estate. And, of course, Charlie's Liquor Barn, everyday low prices, Tarmor, Albion Park, Unandera, Warilla, and Charlie's barn. Dot au is the place to go. Now, here we are at Wollongong Golf Club, casting an eye over the races in front of me on one monitor and, of course, the Masters, uh, Also being shown here, obviously, if Augusta National is the epicenter of the golfing world this year or this week, then Wollongong Golf Club is a narrow second, surely. The leader at this stage, Scotty Scheffler, the American, uh, five under today and eight under for the tournament. He has one more hole to play, so he's five shots clear of the field. Scheffler, the American, but the leaderboard is like the League of Nations. US on top, followed by Ireland, a Chilean in third, Japan, South Africa... Korean and Australia's Cam Smith today was two over, so he's two under for the tournament. Certainly, very prominent at this stage. He's six shots off the pace, and Tiger Woods has made the cut. Tiger is there for the weekend. He was plus two today, he's one over for the tournament. So, Tiger Woods is there. Scheffler leads, but the Australian Cam Smith, four bogeys today in his round before he finished with a couple of birdies at 15 and 18 to bring him back for two over today, two under for the tournament, Cam Smith. So just standing by now for Matt Campbell, who, um, yeah, is a great contributor to this show. Of course, he played more than 500 games for the Illawarra Hawks, and he's excited about what the Hawks are doing this season. They're in the top four. There are four games to go for the Hawkies starting today in Brisbane. I think we've got him on the line. Maddie Campbell, good morning. No, Maddie. Not quite in reception at the moment, so we'll go to him shortly. But, yeah, Illawarra's run over the last four games before we hit the finals. They're in Brisbane today, back home at the Winner Entertainment Centre on Thursday for a big game against the Sydney Kings. Then they're away to Perth, that'll be an assignment, and then away to Sydney again to finish the regular season. So, Brisbane... The Kings twice and Perth. How high can the Hawks finish? Currently, they're in third position. Uh, Melbourne just one win ahead of them. So it's not beyond the realms that Illawarra can finish top two, therefore own a home semi-final series. And maybe if they win that, host a grand final series. We're getting ahead of ourselves a little, but much will depend on the results in the next four games. But Antonius Cleveland is providing the energy right now. Duop Reith standing tall in the centre. They've been winning games without their point guard because he's been out while they manage an injury uh, with him. So we'll see what happens regarding the Hawks in coming days and only a couple of weeks to go before the finals. We'll take a break and return. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong. Charlie's Liquor Barn. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmor, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track.